0: It's always good to like maybe have something that kind of starts the conversation with people and then have strategy because and be efficient, be strategic and also be strategic with your own budgeting. Because like I said, you want to brand yourself, you wanna do things that can get you to point B, but it also could be really expensive.
1: Welcome to the Marketing Moguls podcast, where we talk to the big shots, the heavy hitters, the cream of the crop in the world of marketing. This is a show where we sit down with the most brilliant minds in the industry and we pick their brains to find out what makes them tick, what makes them successful, and sometimes what makes them want to pull their hair out. Each episode, we'll be talking to top executives, entrepreneurs, even influencers who have made their mark in the marketing world and we'll be asking them tough questions like what's the best way to increase conversions or how do you come up with a killer ad campaign or why do marketers always wear black? But let's be real, we're not just here to talk shop, we're also here to have some fun. So we'll be discussing some of the latest trends. We're going to be sharing some hilarious marketing fails and maybe even trying to convince our guests to let us in on their secret to creating the perfect meme. So whether you're a marketer, a business owner, or just someone who's fascinated by the world of marketing, this podcast is for you. Sit back, grab your favorite drink, and join us as we dive into the minds of the marketing moguls that are shaping the industry today. Okay, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Marketing Mobiles Podcast. I'm here today with Claudine DeSola, who is the founder of Caravan. Welcome, Claudine. It's great to have you on the show.
0: Thanks, Michael. Thanks for having me on the show today. I'm so excited.
1: Yeah, of course. It's great to have you here. I wanted to just before we really get into things, if you don't mind, could you just give us like a quick background on who you are, what Caravan is, what you do, how you've gotten here, everything like that?
0: Awesome. So Caravan is a content studio. We create experiential and marketing programs. We love to work with brands on basically bringing their brand to life through an experience. And during that experience, we create content. So a lot of times we use this content for social media, for newsletters, for ads. We try to have this content be very storyboarded focused. So a lot of times we'll come up with a theme for an event purpose, product comes to life, you know, that there's a reason for this experience. And what's cool, we hope, is that, Whoever's participating in this event, this experience, the creatives that are actually being photographed with this product, with using this service, they hopefully become brand loyalists too. We educate them about the product and the brand prior to them participating. A lot of times we'll send them the product for them to use if they don't know about it so that they can really showcase that product in an authentic way. That's very important to us. We find with influencer marketing, creative content, programs. They're so important, but sometimes the authenticity is being lost. So our goal is to make sure that it feels real, that, you know, that there's really a loyalist behind the event experience, that there's an education behind the brand too, because brand discovery, brand education is so important to the DNA of any kind of event, any kind of content shoot, we really believe. And then that Everyone's having fun, too. That's a really important part of the caravan experience is that people came, people, you know, participated in something, whether that was a pizza party, a a birthday bash kind of vibe, morning, you know, breakfast party, a garden party, whatever it was, board game night. And we propped it in with different sparkling water, even the music component, the furniture, any aspect of what happened at that event, but that the guests had fun. So they walk away, whether it was an awesome influencer, a writer, a roller skater, a chef, a music, whoever participated. Wow, that was awesome. And I'm so excited that I got to work with X brand. That's really key. So we at Caravan, produce smaller sometimes events. we've gone from 4,000 person fashion shows and big events to 10 person events lately. But we also have asked to do road trips for brands. So we have an RV and we'll go out and we'll do this kind of road trip experience. We'll do virtual kind of event ideas for brands. And then we'll do the big fashion shows. But I really, I love creating these kind of smaller events lately. And I feel like that is a trend where things might be going too. So we're excited to be in that place.
1: Definitely. I can imagine that the smaller ones probably feel more intimate as well, which can be probably a really cool way to connect with not only the brand or the product, but also the people that are there that are a part of everything. I wanted to ask you too, like, How, like, what brought you down this path to create a caravan? Like, where did your life lead you? If you can give us a little insight into that, into how you were able to create something like this and build this.
0: Sure. Yeah. So I have a PR, a traditional PR background. I had a PR company, I think PR for many years. And while I had the public relations firm, I also started wanting to do something out of the box. I loved concept, the idea of a concept store. There was a a store in Paris for many years called Colette. And Mm -hmm. I love this kind of place where you could go and it almost felt like an experience to shop there. You were learn you felt like you were learning about products, like everywhere you turned you wanted something. I love the psychology like behind that. I like that whole sensory kind of notion to shopping. So I had this idea of getting an RV and creating a store inside the RV and making Mm -hmm. it mobile and it could go around and people could shop in it. It kind of turned itself into that plus pop-up stores. And then what I loved about my pop-up stores was that... Everything that was in the store from the couch, to the rugs to, you know, the tables to the furniture to the art on the walls was everything was for sale. We worked with a brand, an e-commerce site, and they outfitted the space. Everything that you looked at, you could purchase, but you could also experience that. So you could see how the light worked. You could see how the art looked on the wall. That kind of continues. So that was very much like the first kind of start of this experiential. Part of my business, like creating this kind, and then we would do all sorts of events in the space, like from charity events to we worked with Salt and Peppa. We worked on fashion week events. We had tons of celebrities coming in our doors, which were awesome. So celebrities had heard about our store and wanted to shop in it. So we we love that part of it. And then continued on through the years with the store idea, and I said. I loved creating these experiences and loved that they were shoppable, but I wasn't very good at figuring out what merchandise I needed to buy to mm. make it shoppable, but I love the experience piece. So I, kind of cut away that everything is for sale but it wasn't like I had to pre-buy the items like how could I do this where I didn't have to worry about inventory like how could I send people so that if they really wanted the blue couch and I only had the orange couch in stock I didn't lose the sale so I decided to create more of a content space so that I could have that same vibe of 400, 500 people coming through the door every year and influencers, celebrities, musicians, interesting creatives and I could still create this experience where I had beauty brands and food brands where they would outfit the space and people could come in and get their hair done, their makeup done. They could actually like try the product on clothing brands, snack brands, water brands. As soon as they walked in, I would offer them a water or lemonade or something fun. And the content space was great. Like we had this actual space that was devoted to this all the way to pre-pandemic. And then when... Everything happened. The hotel we had been in closed. So we decided, hey, let's go virtual. So we create this caravan social club vibe where people could tune in virtually and we create the same kind of things. So we had like advertising breaks or brands integrated into the caravan show in a way. And then When things felt safe again, we start with a road trip. So we brought, I brought the RV back, took it on the road, had all sorts of brands. I worked with a partner on this with outfitting it from coffee brands to stack brands. And we went on the road. We interviewed about 120 creatives across the country. And it was, again, this out-of-the-box opportunity for people to come together to build community. Community is a very key word, I think, to the caravan work that we do is we're always trying to build community. And then now it's okay we have the RV, how else can we do the parties, these caravan opportunities? And I thought I have a lot of short-term rentals and I also work with a partner sometimes on projects that also has short-term rentals. So we have used these spaces or Airbnbs to also create content sometimes. So we'll go outside of our spaces, like we just did an event for Fashion Week at the Color Factory. We have friends that have awesome spaces. Sometimes we'll use our own space and we have a couple of short term rentals and they allow us to be able to market, right, in inter- interesting ways. So this is besides like the content experience I told you about, it's a layered effect. We try to be efficient with everything we do. This allows us to be efficient. So with our short-term rental space, if we use that also for content, we are able to also outfit the space like I did back in 2006 with my store. So the couch is a brand opportunity. So if a guest is staying there and they really like the couch or the pillows from Novogratz or the artwork from Andy O'K, or the shower head from spruce or the tiles from C to C. Like there's certain brands that we worked with to outfit that space. And then those brands are also able to benefit when we do these creative events within the space because sometimes the art will be on the wall during a photo shoot that we're doing or what have you. It's a really nice layered effect to the work we do.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. So like hearing all of this, I'm like, this is amazing. How do you get other people like outside of podcasts like this? How do you bring Caravan to other people? Like, how do you attract these brands? How do you have people know what you all are even doing and get your message out there to everyone?
0: Yeah, so that it's a lot of work. So I think one of the questions that you probably always ask too is what kind of blocks do you hit in a way or where's the big rock in front of you that you need to overturn yeah it's tricky because i feel like as a hope as an out-of-the-box thinker right or out of the box marketing mindset you have the disconnect sometimes or the, the con in a way where people don't really get what you're trying to do yet or they don't Bad. They hear influencer and they just go and they do it a certain way. I'm going to pay this person so much money and they're going to put a post up or they're going to do a reel and I'm going to send them my product in a box and I'm going to send them some notes and I have control over it. That's not what we are. But brands like are like th- this mindset. This is what we do. So it is very hard sometimes to get brands to get what we are doing mm-hmm. and then be like okay here we send a proposal we spend a lot of time on it and then to sign the contract and then I find that sometimes when we get brands on board they're constantly coming we've worked with brands continuously because then they're like oh light bulb goes off yeah we get it we know what you're trying to do for us now like we have two months of content because when we shoot we also do like I said a storyboard we do notes on what we want to shoot so we have 10 people or six people or whoever we have there we're like doing group shots we're doing individual shots we're doing product shots so they're getting like a library of content and again that really rich real experience instead of Mm -hmm. they don't have they brands don't know And we'll do user generated content while we'll send out nice boxes and Mm -hmm. a group of influencers and i think that's great but that's not what we are like hopefully trying to do we're trying to create these other ways of marketing at its core it's cold calling we're like constantly calling on Instagram looking for brands we're on LinkedIn I'm on LinkedIn I hyped up on LinkedIn like I have 6000 connections I just go for it. I try to find people that are connected to different people so I have to say I have a very healthy LinkedIn where I have like CEOs of companies and CMOs and I just go right out to them I think that the problem is that I find that these kind of blockage areas or they already have their agencies like oh I have a social media agency I have a PR agency and then sometimes when I go to the agencies I'll get sometimes I'll get really great relationships with an agency which is awesome but then sometimes I get to an agency and they see us as a competitor oh we don't Mm want to give outside budget to you to do your thing so it's like a very gray area where we sit and then that's always like a tricky part, right? It's always trying to jump off a bit of hurdles to try to figure out how am I going to get through to the brand and then continue this relationship because we've produced beautiful content and then they'll give it to their agency and then their agency might not, they might sit on it for a while or they might not use it because they don't want to show, okay, this content gets really great. And then a lot of times we could work with emerging brands, but they don't have, that big of a budget sometimes Mm -hmm. we like that we'll do it because we have more creative opportunity with them and then we know that they're going to like this library of content and really use it but then when we're going to the bigger brands like maybe a couple of photos are used so we're trying to get past that and something else that we're doing that we really didn't get to talk about yet which i totally think is a new way of marketing i believe in the power the same way That the event experience can lead to conversations, brand discovery, true, authentic buying power at the end of at the end of doing an experience is live selling this is a really again like a layer if you're like we're almost like an onion of caravan so this is like our newest layer and we work quite often with talk shop live which is a platform that allows you to build out like a shopping store in a way like a shopping platform so we have a little caravan platform within their platform but overall talk shop live and then we'll set up little shows and then a lot of the brands we work with will have their own platform so they could go live once we get on there they could go live anytime Mm -hmm. They're in the store and they're doing like one of their field marketing kind of Things and giving out product, they could go live and be like, "Here we are." Multi-layer it, which is really fun. When we do these events, a lot of times we'll layer it with the talk shop live, which is really fun. So the show that we're doing a live, I think almost like similar to like live selling on TV, but this is you could watch it anywhere that they're watching a party sometimes. So when we did our event, a color factory, we took the viewers watching our live show into the color factory here we are live look at the room you haven't been here before plus this is basically what we're selling today we have this hair care product we have this awesome stuff and like all the guests of our event at Fashion week are enjoying this live but you can learn about it here too it's awesome right because it allows customers to ask questions and you're able to answer and again back to that brand education because without a touch point without people really like learning about something like it takes a long time maybe for someone to buy unless you're like hey Michael told Claudine hey try this cereal and I'm like really Michael is it really good and then I'm like there's a trust factor but if they can ask a question Michael can go on talk shop live and ask me a question like is that is that spruce shower showerhead really cool like how long did it take you to install what colors it comes in and i can answer all your questions all at once and then you buy it that's pretty awesome so that's like a new form of our marketing campaigns is like thinking when we think of a, like overall program art strategy for X brand, we're trying to say to them like, okay, what are our KPIs or what's our ROI in that situation? Like you're investing in X, like you obviously want to try to make X back through affiliate links or through live selling we're going to try to do the best we can here but we're going to like layer that approach so that we can try to get the best results and i can't say no one can say you're going to make x amount back that you put in plus times three times ten you can't guarantee that because it also has to do with timing oh like reels like anytime you put a reel up like a reel can get ten thousand views or it can get two views it's because you put it up at the wrong time of day but what all campaigns allow is is putting it out with authenticity and with that real educational aspect, like that there's some grounded foundation in what we're putting out there. And what's nice about these live shows, is, like, unless you're putting a lot of money into advertising, you know, like pumping it out and being like, here, and you're making sure you worked ahead of time and putting in your newsletter, which has been really effective for us. You're still getting a lot of views. You might not be getting a ton of views. Mm-hmm. Say if you do a show and you've got 2000 views, when do you have a store, like when are you in a store where you had 2,000 people focused in on your product and you actually got to talk to them about it. It's amazing. Obviously, it's taken over all over in Asia. And we're like behind the times a little bit here, whether it's talk Shop Live or Amazon Live, which we'll do too. Or if you have something just connected to your website or an Instagram live, I feel like that's that's big marketing plus. We have these tools, we have these opportunities to talk direct to customer. And people I think really like that. When you talk to them, when you educate them, when you answer their questions.
1: Definitely. And you had mentioned earlier, too, about building that sense of community and how that was really important. And my guess is that with this live experience, it's probably even easier to build that sense of community because people can be there together. Like you can be experiencing that stuff together. Not only can you take them through it, but they can be on there commenting and they can be talking to each other. They can ask questions, like you said, and everything. So I imagine that really helps facilitate building that sense of community and everything like that, which is really good. So yeah, that sounds awesome.
0: Yeah. Like 100%. And there's people that see, we'll let you know, like when's their next show, right? It's people that come back over and over again, it all comes down to budgets, whatever you do. Right. So you can do, like I said earlier that I produced like 4,000 person fashion shows and I've done celebrity fashion shows and I've done shows and events for big corporate brands that you have a lot of money for signage and decor- decorations. And so it's always like, how much can you do with with your budget but we always try to bring some sort of experience or really like down to earth vibe to our shows sometimes it's just might be in one of our spaces but we're trying to make it like very conversational so it doesn't feel like your traditional like person standing there just selling you stuff mm-hmm. okay here we are even if you're not able to buy anything today We're talking about home design trends and renovations. Send your questions in. Like, how do you get to do this? Even if you can't buy this product right now. There's always like that down to earth kind of vibe. And then when we can do something like the color factory and throw the party or we've done lives like on the road from our RV, like we're like literally like parking and like we just parked and everything just got moves. And then we just went live. But it's like we're taking people with us along along for this like caravan trip in a way which is pretty fun
1: yeah that's amazing hey there we want to take a quick second to thank our sponsors of this episode tier 11 do you ever sit at your computer wondering why you're spending so much money on advertisement for your business that drives little to no revenue Does the idea of another month with low engagement make you want to pull your hair out? Well, you're in luck. Because the team of professionals over at Tier 11 can handle these issues in no time flat and make you forget all about your nightmare ad experience. Tier 11 is an advertising agency that manages over $100 million in annual ad spend and has more than 15 years of advertising experience. So it's pretty safe to say they know their stuff. Stop wasting your time and your budget on advertising that doesn't work and trust the professionals instead. Head over to www.tier11.com today and chat with the team member to learn more about how they can help you get more customers and increase their lifetime value. That's T-I-E-R-E-L-E-V-E-N.com. Now back to the podcast. So you mentioned too, you guys use a lot of social media, right? And you mentioned LinkedIn, which was really cool. And I know that with the lives and stuff, sometimes you can like post about those online and everything. So I was going to ask, what other ways do you try to get the word out there? Like, especially if you all are going to do the live show or something like that, do you do like you mentioned a newsletter? Do you do like email? And I think you mentioned advertising too. Do you guys run ads? Like, how all do you market those like live shows and everything as well?
0: Yeah. So in an ideal situation. Either we would have a budget to do ad buys or the brand that we're working with would take budget and put it to our ad buys for this. Again, I think that live selling is like new to people. People are always like, let me see how it goes. But I think it's the whole like situation, like you have to put some money into it, make it great from the start. You can't just be like, oh, let me just see how it goes. And then, oh, I didn't get as many sales as I had hoped, but you didn't put any money into it. So that's like a no-no. So I would definitely say like ads, boosting ad post about it. We do pr- produce like a pre-video saying, that has to happen anyway. Say, we're going live on this date but we try to make them fun. So like people, when they're tuning in, we're not just doing like, we went like an Instagram live or just here, we're sitting here and we're like telling you, like we try to make them vibrant and fun. And I think that's like one, like marketing, like number one is any materials you're putting out there, you want to make sure that they're like, inviting hey what's that that's how it's like an invite come and see us go live number two is yes we try to anything we have that especially if it's free you know, like our email list and we do an email blast we ask the brands hey go and do a email blast when do you do your email newsletter send that out so it could be an email blast like an invite with the video, or it could be actually part of their newsletter. If they have a newsletter, they send out like two times a month or whatever. We ask them to do it on their Instagram, on their LinkedIn, on their Facebook, on their Twitter, like whatever social. They can do a TikTok. If they're on TikTok, bring that audience over. Whatever audience you have, use this almost too as like a way to be like, hey, where is another layer of seeing us it's almost like a pr it's like a placement mm-hmm. like where it's like a you're turning this like live event into an event come and watch us so come and join this community to see this the same way that going back to those experiences when we do those experiences like we try to do instagram lives from those experiences people can see what's happening we will do things pre-event so like people who can't be there our event is in new york we try to figure out ways to like even involve people across the country so like some like we did this event at b photo. And we had all these people that couldn't be there. So we went live like an Instagram live and we're like, Hey, we're live for B&H. And and we are bringing in these people that connect like our snack brand couldn't be there. So we had the founder on and we're like, guess what? We have the coolest popcorn tonight for this event. And she's live with us. And it's the most awesome brand, by the way. It's called Pop Art Snacks and it's super cool. It's really fun snack products and the package is really original. So we love this brand, but she couldn't come see events. So it's like, she still got to be a part of it. Very important. Is try to think of, and you could do, if you have the time, you could do on Instagram Live, you could do a Facebook Live. Like we've done like awesome Facebook Live. No, I think like the virtual part is really important. We've done some metaverse type of events. Like I don't think we're there all the time to figure out yet, like the layering of that because i feel like it's still new to people so it's like you want to invest a bit in that with the brand categories we're in but we're more about that real life experience and like trying to show like not web 3.0 like our avatar experience but like before we even spend money there let's like figure out how to get to michael and say hey michael try this awesome popcorn or try this awesome mushroom. have you ever had a mushroom chip no, no yeah. I have. But they're awesome. They're so good. There's so much protein. Like we work with this brand called Delic. So we have this brand. We, it was super cool. We've done like live events for them. We've had the founder on different live chats. We had them on a live sale and people were so interested. They wanted to see what it looks like, what's in it. What does it taste like? What does it sound like? It's crunchy. It like all this kind of stuff. Like how many come in a bag? These are things like that you need to answer live so yeah and then definitely having a strategy around anything that you're doing as far as a calendar goes so like when we talk about social media we could have like feed posts reels like saying we're coming soon so like that you're promoting the event that you know Prior to another big thing that we're focused on right now is national holidays. So there's like National Ravioli Day coming up. <laughs> and hey, we need to, like, we might have to start sh- shooting this content prior to National Ravioli Day so that when National Ravioli Day happens, they can post and be like, Did you know that there's National Ravioli Day? So I like a, I love a ravioli meal, but like that allows us to bring community together too, right? Over like we're having a big pasta meal together. We're going to do some fun content around it. And then they, the brand gets to use that with that tag. So hashtags are really important. So like National Day, like you can hashtag that. You can hashtag different things around it. So yeah, and then LinkedIn, we try to always... You can go live on LinkedIn, right, too. So depending on what you're doing, you don't want to probably like throw a bash and be like, go live on LinkedIn because that probably isn't appropriate but you could show like that you're doing a live selling event like we i showed that we're doing this live stuff people are interested because people are like just it's new to them or if we're doing an instagram live and we could talk to a founder of a company not just about their product but about listing like, things about their company and like why they're in this new disrupting category i never had a mushroom chip before or i never had sauce in a bag before like we try to find these interesting categories that people are like, wow, that's cool. We can introduce people to these types of brands. So try to be like disruptors ourselves in a way.
1: That's awesome. And now you're making me really want to go try a mushroom chip because I've never heard of that before, but it sounds really
0: interesting. to you in touch with. I'm gonna put you in touch with them so you could try that.
1: Definitely. Yeah, it sounds really interesting. So we're running a little short on time, but I did want to ask you one more question before we let you go, which is that we have a lot of people in the audience that listen to the show that want to follow a similar path like you. They want to become a founder, they want to create a company like this and they want to try to do some of these things. If you were to, you know, back five, 10 years ago or whatever and give yourself some advice or maybe just give some advice to the people that are in the audience listening, what would you say about carving your path like this? and creating something like you have and being kind of original like you were talking about and creative and everything. Do you have any advice that you could give to the audience about that?
0: Yeah, for sure. I think that I have a bunch of advice. Number one is, I think, is just you have to not only think about the client, you have to think about your own agency, your own identity. Branding is super important. I think that we have some strong branding ourselves but we're always working on it it's something that you always constantly have to work with i think wordsmithing is super important what are you selling and trying to break it down very simplify that and then what makes you stand out like why should i work with you instead of this other agency that gets to work with all the other fortune 500 companies and that's important i think staying ahead of trends is super important because but not going too ahead so it's i don't really understand what you're talking about you really want to be able to present ideas that are different that make people stop and be like you know, like when i everybody wants to do a road trip like like everyone wants to be like how but then they hear how much it costs because it is pretty pricely. like for us to go on the road like we're driving a vehicle we especially if you want to do a, you know multi-city tour like it gets expensive so then people back up and oh what else do you offer but we have that as like an opportunity to be like to get people in so it's always good to like maybe have something that like kind of starts the conversation with people and then have strategy because and be efficient be strategic and also be strategic with your own budgeting because like I said you want to brand yourself you want to do things that can get you to point b but it also could be really expensive. You don't want to be like, if you're just getting started, you want to spend a ton of money until you start getting those clients in. So it's important to be like as budget conscious, like starting an email list. You still have to buy the database system and this sort of thing, but it doesn't cost that much. And it's a good way to start getting the word out. So find these like small kind of stepping stones that don't cost a lot to be able to get the word out about your company.
1: Definitely. Cool. Claudine, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us today. We really appreciate it. It was awesome to have you on and to hear your story and talk to you a little bit about everything that you guys are doing over there at Caravan.
0: Thank you. Thanks for having us. And we're on Instagram at Caravan NYC. So if anyone ever wants to DM us, have questions, we're always trying to like mentor and help it pave the work way and meet and collaborate with people. So build building community.
1: There you go. All right, go check them out. What was it again on Instagram?
0: Yeah.
1: Caravan NYC. Caravan NYC. All right. Go check them out, everybody. Okay. Thanks again, Claudine. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yes.
0: Have a great rest
1: of your day. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Mogul Nation, for tuning in to another episode. And we will catch you in the next one.